Blog Talk Radio. So when you add all of those to the total of the show itself, 
we're looking at almost 200,000 listeners in over 200 countries. Now, this is giving the artists and the authors and the people that wish to be on the show a venue that they might not have had an opportunity to have, and I am just so, so grateful. And being grateful, I have to tell you, um, we have a sponsor. Well, before I do that, there's two ways you can get on the show. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm already doing bookings for for January. I mean, we're we're that far ahead. I'm filled up until the last couple of days in December that I'm going to be doing shows, and then starting January, I'm already halfway through January. So, if you want to be on the show, there's two ways to do it. One, you can come on the show as a guest, whether you have a book, a music platform, a political agenda, a cause, a passion, or you just want to talk. I don't care. Or you can become a sponsor for the show. And for $10 a month, because I'm not going to get rich off this, I don't want to, I will run your ad for a month, whether it be an MP3 format or whether I read it. I'll run your ad. And if y'all know that my husband is very ill, and for whatever reason, if I have to reschedule shows, your ad goes with the show. So you, you get however many shows I do in that month, your ad will run. There's the way that you can do that is you contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com and say, if I don't want to be on the show, I'll tell you how to get on the show, or I want to place an ad, I'll tell you how to do an ad. It's a great way to get out there, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not expensive. And I'm telling you, it works because author Diane Mode, who has been on my show and who is one of my sponsors, her books went to number one in Australia. Let that soak in. Her books as an indie author went to number one in Australia. And she has um, a series called the Sam Holden series. The first in the series is called Dog Gone, and the second in the series is called Dog Fight. And it goes like this. Wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark and wherever the system fails to protect said animal, she'll be there. And she isn't giving up any time soon, so you've been warned. When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dog fighting ring, she embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilantism yet. The monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his. And while they chase each other, will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to break up the ring? With time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever lead. That is Dog Fight. They're all on Kindle. Dog Gone and Dog Dog Fight by Diane Mote are on Kindle. So go and check them out. Also, we have two new sponsors, and they've both been on the show before. One of them is John Isaac Jones, and he has this neat little book of short stories called Alabama Stories. And he writes from the perspective of a 12-year-old kid. He was born and raised in Alabama in, in an area that I know well, because I have been to that area many, many times. And it, he puts you in those stories. It, they're just delightful. I love every one of them. But it's Alabama Stories by John Isaac Jones. J. Traveler Pelton, she has a trilogy called the Oberlin Trilogy, and the first in the trilogy is The Infant Conspiracy. In 2018, the Oberlins are a shadow family. The parents, Noel and Violet, along with their children, are very close-knit in more ways than one. They all work in the family farm. The children are supposed to take over the farm after the brothers return from their hitch with Uncle Sam so the parents can retire. But Things go south real fast when a savage virus is turned loose on the unsuspecting public. Join the Oberlins as they set out to make the world a safer place. The Infant Conspiracy by J. Traveler Pelton, also on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and get all of these books, but you can't go now because you will miss an exciting show that we have. This is her first time with us, ladies and gentlemen, but I can promise you, with her permission, it won't be her last, because y'all know I always bring my guests back because they get a following on this show. And once they get on the show, it's like a drug of choice. They can't help themselves. But author Caroline joins us, and she is a lover of all things romance. She holds several degrees, including a master's in management from Wayland Baptist University. Her husband of 15 years proudly serves in the military. God love this family for their service. Thank you so much. And together, 
with their twin elementary age sons and two adult dogs. They reside in New Jersey. Kara is an environmental scientist by day, working full-time as a lab tech in the wastewater field. In her spare time, she loves to read, write various things, including poetry, stories about her sons, and her latest novels. She also loves to give back to the community and serves as a key spouse to two squadrons on her local military installation. As a family, they love to go camping, and if you don't find Kara chasing after her sons, then you'll find her glued to her computer or enraptured by something she's reading. Welcome, Kara. I am so glad that you're on the show tonight. Hello. Thank you for having me. You are quite welcome. And like I said, this hour will fly by when I say, Carrie, you're not going to believe this, but hours, hours, but see, I, I told you I can't talk. Our hour is almost <laughs> up. You're going to say, I don't believe it, and I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I told her over before the show started, she said she hoped that she didn't make a fool of herself. I said, I do it, I do it all the time on this show. Y'all know this. Y'all been around me enough. Tonight I can't talk. It's just one of those nights. So, so, see, we got well, that out of the way. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. That's what make, That's why we call it off the chain. First of all, I want to say thank you, and please, when you get off from here, and the next time, if your husband's not deployed, if he tell him when we get off the phone, if he is deployed, when you talk to him again, please thank him for his service, and thank you for serving as well, because we all know that when the spouse serves, the entire family serves. Well, thank you very much. Uh, believe me, it means the world to me. I used to, um, it used to be very hard for me to accept when people would thank me because I'm like, I'm, I don't do anything. I, you know, I, I just, you know, hold up the home front for my husband. But I've tried to, over the years, just accept that people want to give thanks, and I do appreciate it. Believe me. And, you know, now that we have the twins, and now that. I try to be so involved on our um, military installation and uh, give back to the community and whatnot. It, you know, it, it really is something that I'm very passionate about. So I, I do accept the thanks and I do appreciate it. But really, it's my husband and all the fellow uh, men and women in uniform that serve that are the heroes. And my husband's a seven-time um, he's been on seven deployments, so I definitely consider him a hero because. Many times he's been taken away from us in our 16 years of marriage, um, but he, he's incredible. He's been serving for 17 years, so he joined before 9-11, and I, I couldn't be more proud. You'll probably hear me gush about him constantly because I'm very lucky to be married to this man. I mean, he's incredible, so that's actually... Well, we, uh, we are very proud of him, and, we're, and the you. reason that, that I thank you for your service because what you just said is impactful in the fact that you hold up the home front. And it takes, and ladies and gentlemen, if you've never been a spouse of a service personnel, whether it be a husband or a wife that is the service personnel, if you've never been the spouse on the other end, you have no idea how strong these men and women that stay behind have to be. They have to take complete control of everything that has to do with the home, the children, the groceries, the bills, the the repairs, the nightmares. Y'all are in your own service to the country by doing what you do so that your spouse can go and do what they do. And there is no greater sacrifice. Well, thank you. It means the world to me. I, I just feel fortunate to be a part of the military family in any capacity. And I, I hope that when Matt retires in three years, that no matter what, we're still going to be involved somehow. You know, my, my husband happens to be a firefighter and an EMT as well. So we're always going to be connected somehow by doing some kind of community service. I, I can guarantee that. You know, I actually uh, raise money and awareness for veterans with PTSD and TBI. So I'm very passionate about that as well. So, you know, it's, it's something that's probably always going to be running through our veins is serving our community and being a part of the military family. You know, Matt's father, um, he should be well into retirement, but he's actually still a, um, serving as a Navy officer um, in the reserves. So, 
and that wow. comes from a long line of military. And me not coming from really a, a military family or background, it, it was such a shock and eye-opener. But I feel so blessed that I have this life that I do because of the military. So it, it's just been incredible. So please know from the bottom of my heart how much it means to me that you even recognize him and, and me as well because it, it does mean a lot, believe me. Absolutely. Whenever I have a guest that that shows either they were in the military or their spouses, that's the first thing I say because that is so important. Because my war was Vietnam, and and our service personnel was not respected. They were not appreciated anything but, and I swore that would never happen again if I could help it because. That was a war they didn't ask for. We never asked to go to war. We never asked for our personnel to fight. But that's what they're trained for, and they go, and they don't question. So the attitude is so much better, and even when I see a a Vietnam veteran, I tell them how much I appreciate them because they were not – in fact, they were – spit on and everything else when they came back and it, it really irritated me because that was when the draft happened and they didn't they didn't have a choice now we have an all-volunteer military but they didn't have a choice they got the letter from uncle sam and said you belong to me now come and go fight and they went so yes i recognize our military families and i love them with all of my heart and that brings me to a question what is a key spouse um, a, a key spouse is actually something that's um, Air Force related because each branch of the military might have a different name for it. I think they're called a, a budsman or something. I, I never pronounce it correctly. For like the Marines, like like I said, every branch pretty much has their own title. But what a key spouse does is um, we are trained and uh, we're considered professionals. Um, we're hand-selected by leadership either in your squadron or at the group level or at the wing level. And uh, they appoint you as a key spouse. You go through training and you do continued training. Um, You know, I'm required to do certain uh, training every single year in order to stay certified, basically. And um, I lend support. uh, We call it wingman support. I lend support to the spouses of the deployed members and offer them resources and uh, somebody to call on, basically, if they need something. You know, maybe it could be something medical that I can refer them to the correct um, person to call or point of contact. It could be something as simple as, you know, is there any activities available for my kids? And then I can um, certainly refer them or hook them up with the the proper uh, department department that can take care of them. So we, we basically serve as just like a point of contact or a resource. But it, it's, it's incredibly important that we do serve in that position because I remember, you know, 16 years ago being a spouse for the first time. Um, I was dropped in the middle of Oklahoma, and I was, what, 18, just turned 19 years old, you know, brand-new newlywed. And that's when, you know, the war first kicked off and Matt got deployed. A few months after we first got married, and he he was gone, and I had nobody. I knew no nothing. I I was brand new to everything. You know, never been away from home. In the middle of Oklahoma, you know, I I I hail from Pennsylvania. So as you can imagine, I mean, it was just quite a shock to be in this new life and not know anybody and not know anything. And that's where the military, thankfully, realized and recognized the need to place spouses to fill that void or fill that gap and bridge that gap so that that doesn't happen again. Because I I remember being in a tornado. I mean, it it just, some things just stay with you and and it's crystal clear in my mind. It's so vivid. Um, While my husband was literally under mortar attack, I was in the middle of a tornado and he called me on the satellite phone because of course, you know, 16 years ago, there was no Skyping or any of that. Mm-hmm. And it was just so bizarre that on one side of the world, he's, you know, being under attack and I'm, you know, being attacked by Mother Nature. I mean, it was just the most <laughs> craziest, bizarre thing. And, you know, now we can certainly look back on it and be like, wow, we survived that. I mean, it was one little tiny snippet of our lives. But it, it's just I, I had nobody to call on, nowhere to turn. And, you know, you kind of felt abandoned in a way. 
So that's why I am so passionate about this program. I've been a key spouse for four years because I don't want that to ever happen to a spouse again. I don't want them to think that they're alone and have nobody to turn to. And especially with mental health these days being such an important issue, that is exactly why I'm also passionate about it because they need to know they're not alone. And and so back to the beginning of the conversation, you do indeed serve. You serve in a way that when a spouse is deployed or has to leave their family, they know that family has a safety net and they don't have to worry about that family being watched over and taken care of because they have key spouses that are trained to point them in the right direction, offer some emotional, mental, and physical support, be there with a shoulder to cry on if they need to cry. All the things that they're not able to do, that's what y'all do. So they can go and do their job with peace of mind. So, yes, you do serve. I, I Like I said, I'm trying to accept, you know, looking at it like that. It's not that I, you know, mean to be, like, so modest about it. It's just um, it, it's hard for me because – I consider my husband on such a different level. So that's why when I, I again, I'm trying to learn to accept the thank yous and whatnot. But I, it's just, it's one of those things like, like my husband says, it's a calling for him. And I guess that's how I feel as well. So it, it never occurs to me that it's something that I need to be thanked for or recognized for because it's just something that's natural now. It becomes a part yeah. of your everyday life. And that's how it is for Matt. That's how it's always been. You know, since he was a kid, he's wanted to be in the military. He he loves giving back, and that's how our family's just kind of been. We've adopted that whole attitude of we're going to give back. You know, we're meant to be here for something bigger than just our little family unit. And I'm really grateful that we have our little family unit, but at the same time, we can do more than just us. <laughs> so that's that's what we really are trying to instill in our sons and. You know, um, as they continue to grow, I hope they'll see all the things that we do. But, you know, it just so happens my twins are special needs. Um, both both my boys are. And that actually opens up a whole new um, avenue where I can actually help families as well because there's just so many programs now that the military uh-huh. is also offering to families too. And that's why I really was so happy when, um, at the time, our squadron commander's wife um, approached me and asked me to be a key spouse because I, I didn't really at first honestly think I had anything to offer. I really didn't. And then when she started ticking off all these things, well, you know, your your kids are enrolled in ESMP, which is the Exceptional Family Medical Program. Well, you know, your husband's been deployed seven times. Well, he's currently deployed, you know, because at the time, right now he's not. I mean, when she asked me to be a key spouse, he was deployed at the time. And that's why kind of what held me back, I'm like, I don't know if I can do all that, but it actually gave me a purpose. And that really helped pull me from feeling sad and alone and whatnot. And that that um, specific time is what drove me to I'll never feel that way again because I can do something and be something to somebody else. And ever since that day, you know, four years ago, when I signed on to be a key spouse, I've never looked back, and it's just been incredible. And I'm very fortunate that the military has given me so much in return. You know, they actually flew me to Tennessee uh, two years ago, and I got to meet our wing commander. um, Not even our wing commander. I should say the AMC commander, which is um, the Air Mobility Command commander. And it was just incredible to go on that journey. And the, the military is just so much more than what I used to think it was. I mean, I didn't even know, uh, like, anything until I really got immersed in it. And that's why I hope that other spouses will. It's, it's, it's just an incredible life that they've given us. So you'll hear me, you know, hear me say nothing but praise for, you know, our, our military. And that brings me to another question. And that on your website, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to the book sentiment. Just keep, don't, just hang tight. On your website, you have a program. It's called the Dog T-A-G-S program. Now, explain to us what that means and how they can get their gorgeous dog tags. But they're dog tags that are the cover of your books, correct? 
Uh, yes. Um, my second novel in the series, because um, this is a five-book series, which, like you said, we'll get to, but the second novel, um, it's actually called A Force of Nature, book two. That book is actually modeled, I should say, the character, the main character, his name is Brennan. He He's pretty much modeled after my husband. I wrote the book on my husband. A, a lot of um, that went into that book is, you know, some true information. Now, of course, I did add in the elements of um, suspense or elements of um, embellishment to, of course, make the story exciting and whatnot. But at the true heart of the story, it is really where it's going to be real and authentic. So that that I hope the readers will latch on to because it really is based on kind of my life as a spouse and um, the character being a hero is really my husband. But anyway, yes, um, what I decided I wanted to do as another give back to the community, when I launched that book, um, it actually was picked up by Kendall Scout. Um, I submitted for a campaign and um, I won a campaign with them. So Kindle Press is actually the publisher for it. I happen to be like a hybrid author. Not only am I an indie author, because I've indie published the rest of my books in the series, but I consider myself almost like a hybrid author because that one, I would say, like, we don't call it like traditionally published or whatnot, but um, Kindle Press owns the ebook rights to it. I saw the paperback rights, but Kindle Press has the ebook rights to it. So anyway, um, once I launched that book, I just felt compelled to do something with it because of my military ties, and I wanted it to be bigger than, you know, what it already is. So I talked to my husband. I was like, I've got to come up with a, a project where I can give back to veterans and do something for them. And I just happened to contact um, Dog Tags Program. I hooked up with them. They're located in Pennsylvania. Uh, Mechanicsburg, I, I think, it might be the main location for them. And what they do is they train service dogs for um, military veterans that are um, affected by PTSD and TBI, which, of course, is uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury. And they train the service dogs and then, you know, place them with uh, the veteran. And it's an incredible program. I've been selling those dog tags that, ha are, you know, they feature the book cover of book two. And, um it's been an amazing journey so far. And I actually um, am in another project with uh, a bunch of other authors and bloggers, and we're coming out with a cookbook that actually launches on July 15th. And what's amazing about that and how that ties back into the dog tags is we all um, got to submit for an idea for, for charity. And I submitted the dog tags program, and I am so excited to announce that they selected my charity. So not only wow. does Dog Tags Program get the love from what I'm doing with the dog tags, um, selling them with the book cover on them, they also picked my charity for the proceeds to go from the cookbook sale. So it, it's an incredible thing for me to be able to help this program. And I'll draw a breath so you can actually talk. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Honey, this is your hour. We'll, we'll talk about anything. But I do want to, before we get into all of your degrees, I mean, you've got several master's degrees, i got to run some few quick ads. This is Yvonne okay. Mason with Off the Chain and my guest, Caroline, and we are having the most exciting conversation, and we will be right back to finish, so bear with us. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? <coughs> are horses your new best friend? <coughs> Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. <laughs> Horses See Ghosts by Gannat Wise. Tommy Chong once said, When you hit a groove, it's not you. It's the spirit world. Thanks, spirit world, for Horses See Ghosts. Amazon. Horses 
see ghosts. A struggling city, its beloved baseball team, an antique camera, and photos from that camera that bear an image from the pit of hell, an entity only a select few can see. Journalism professor Buddy Cullen is determined to track this demon down. But who is the hunter and who is the prey? And who will be the next target of mankind's mortal foe? Mortal Foe, available at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books, the And I Thought series, and the Misfit Guides. They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade and our books. <laughs> You're so silly. You're silly. Remember Did you like that? That's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com. And this is Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason, and my guest, author, Kara Lane. And we are discussing all things military, books, and just, you know, this is Off the Chain. We talk about everything. But Kara has got all more degrees than I probably have fingers and toes, but before we talk about that, I had an epiphany, ladies and gentlemen, and y'all know I do this quite frequently, and this is, I'm going to throw this out to Kara. Now, if she starts blubbering, just let us get, we'll get past the blubbering, then we'll move on, but I'm going to throw this out, and what I'm throwing out is this, Kara, I want to help you help them, so what I want you to do, if you will, is I want you to send me an ad to promote the cookbook and your dog tags program, and I am going to promote it free for perpetuity on this show. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to say, and I promise I'm not going to cry because you don't want me to sound all messy. <laughs> and it's fine to cry, right but as I started playing the ads, I said, call to me, and it's my way of my showing my appreciation to veterans all over the world, but especially to our veterans. Most definitely. Thank you so much. I mean, it, I I can't even probably put it into words, and that that's probably surprising for somebody like me. I think I came out of the womb being able to speak. I think that was like <laughs> the first thing that I could do. Couldn't walk, couldn't do anything, but my mom said I could talk. I'm a natural talker, but when I'm rendered speechless, it, it's trust me, it's it's a big thing. Um, so I, I really you work don't it know up. what to say. But <laughs> work it up. Put it in MP3 format. Put it in an MP3 format, or do it in Word form, and I'll read it. Or I'll, I'll once I get it, I'll put it in an MP3 format. Send it to me at Off the Chain, or either send it to me through Facebook Messenger. It's easier to send it to me at Off the Chain Radio at Yahoo.com. And I will put that ad on this show to be played on every show I do from now until I never do the show anymore. I really don't know what to say. This is more than I, I, wow. The fact that you are doing this just, it it really speaks to what an amazing person you are because that's really what it's all about for me. I've said from the start to my husband, I don't care if I don't get rich and famous. If I have one goal, it's just going to be to try to spread the word and help give back somehow. That is all I've wanted to do all along. I mean, I'm already fulfilling my dream by being able to write. That that, uh-huh. that was my dream. The fact that I even hit publish, you know, goal already attained. But to do something bigger and more than just that and to have – it just lead to other bigger and greater things that that's what it's all about for me. And it's not about me. It's about them. And that's how and I've see, always said that. What I will also do is I will put that ad, once we get it into an MP3 format, I will put that ad on the Reverb Nation site. as a, it, it goes up as a song. It will also, I will also put it up on YouTube. So it will not only show up on the show, and show up on all the podcasts, but it will show up as a standalone 
on YouTube and on the Reverb Nation site. Wow. I certainly don't know what to say. Don't cry. Or cry. I don't care. If you want to cry, cry. We're going to take a moment, ladies and gentlemen, and let her cry, and then she'll get it all out. And then we'll move on to something else. (laughs) It'll be all right. (laughs) My son's laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're not laughing at me, but I mean, you're smiling at me. You always make mommy feel better. Yeah. And, and your your son, I have I have a word for your children, and it's it's not special needs because I have a brother that is also challenged. But the word that um, I and I have lots of friends that have children that are, but I don't call them challenged. My word for these beautiful children is, are they are unique. Oh, I love that. No, I do, and th- that's how I consider my little Doshi um, and my Brandon. They're they're my little unique. Well, Josh especially, I I say he's always my little puzzle piece because, uh, you know, of the autism. I'm very open about him being autistic. He knows that he is. We've, you know, explained it to him. We've talked to him. Oh, he's a genius. So, he's yes, an absolute genius. He is most definitely, and he scolds me every single day. And, you know, that's, that's really what began, I guess, this whole writing journey. Um, when I first sat down to write my first book, like, it was about four years ago now between my husband being deployed and needing an outlet for myself, for my sanity, I sat down and started writing. And, you know, my, my boys, even though the genre I write is not something obviously that's um, really appropriate <laughs> given, you know, my kids and whatnot, you know, I wish I wrote children's books. Maybe one day I'll venture into that, but um, it, it still is something that's cathartic for me because, I needed that escape. I needed that release. And that's what this writing journey has done for me. And then, like you said, the fact that it's taken me to other places as far as being able to, like, you know, help our veterans, for instance, that, that is just, that is beyond anything I could have ever expected. And that's why this is just the most incredible dream ever. And anybody who supports them, I, I just can't thank you enough. I, I really can't. It, it, it's hard to put it into words. But like you said, I will try to find the words appropriately as a writer and put them <laughs> into words. <laughs> get, get it get it either in the written format or an or MP3 format, and we'll, we'll get it out there and we'll make it happen. And when you get off the phone with me tonight and the show ends, give both of those boys a hug and tell them that, they are absolutely two of the most beautiful children in this world and that they're part of the, the fabric of our future and they have so much to bring to the table. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with their lives. Oh, me too. Thank you so much. I definitely will give them lots of hugs and love and attention. And they always have to be near me, so I've got the one right here right now. So he loves to... Uh, yeah. Be distracted. <laughs> if you, love to if you see, ladies me, and gentlemen, <laughs> you never know what you're going to learn on the show. And you know that I have a lot of authors that come on the show who have children that are unique. And we we label people because we don't know what else to do with them. Let's just take away the labels and accept them for where they are, who they are, and what they bring to the table because everybody brings something to the table. If my brother taught me, my brother's the reason that I do what I do. I don't know how much of my story you've read, but the very first book I wrote was about him. And he set the standard, and he has taught me more than I would ever be able to teach him. So I look at life through a different lens than most people when I see children and adults who have this uniqueness about them, who see the world through a different prism. I want to crawl in their mind because I want to know what they're thinking and why they're thinking it and see life through their eyes. No, absolutely. And that's so beautiful. And that's that's exactly what I want to for my kids because, you know, I I wrote – like a, a story called Shoes. It, it's just a little like poem, basically, but it's it's about Josh and it's about walking in his shoes because it, it, I would love the opportunity to just have just a glimpse of what it's like because his, his brain is just incredible. And 
to have all that intelligence just locked inside, and then of course yeah. you know it does come out. But it, it 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 astounds me. It really does. It it's just incredible. And he's an amazing little guy, in, and so is my other one. <laughs> and to tap into to tap into their psychic and to just be able to have a little bit of that to own it for a moment because as 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 a general rule mankind thinks that children with uniquenesses are stupid they're not they're geniuses with without fail they are all geniuses And that's yeah, my Josh lesson on. Josh definitely puts me to shame. <laughs> his, his, his cognitive abilities and his uh, higher level of thinking. I mean, every day he he just he just surprises me, and he ends up problem solving so much easier than I do. I mean, because I think sometimes as adults we want to overcomplicate things, and even yeah. though it might seem like such a simple solution, it's still you know, like the work hard, uh, smarter, not harder. I mean, it's kind of yeah. how it is for Josh. I mean, he just can easily just, you know, cut right through everything and go, you do it this way. And, and go, okay, fine. Old, it's such a gift. <laughs> so when uh, I was, I was with my brother and I was looking at a pair of boots that I, that I wanted and I put them on, they fit. And I'm, because I'm so hard to fit, I very seldom buy boots and, and I'm looking at them and I'm putting them back and I'm looking at them and, and he finally says, and because he can't say Yvonne, he said, Yvonne, just buy the boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stan, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, just cut to the, as you say, just cut to the chase. Uh, absolutely. Oh. I, and we need we need more people like that in our lives. And that's why I, I, I love being surrounded by them because, I, I like you said, you think that you get to teach them so much. You know, just like the relationship you have with your brother, well, the relationship I have with my son, they're yeah. only eight years old, and they have taught me so much, and I have grown so much as a person because of them. I mean, it, it's been incredible. I just feel like my life my life only started when they came into this world because they have just, just filled it with so much joy and a lot of uh, ups and downs, too. <laughs> you know, it, it's been course. an incredible ride. It well, really has. We're not going to talk about your degrees tonight. We'll save that. Will you come back? Oh, I would love to. Anytime you, if you're more than willing to put up with me, I'm more than willing to come on. Oh, honey, <laughs> to put up with you is a pleasure. Not, oh, it's not putting you. up with you. It's enjoying your company because we're learning so much from each other. But I don't want to learn about degrees tonight because we're going to run out of time. If I do, and we won't get to, I know we're getting to our books. I'll just. Don't get your knickers in a twist. So, <laughs> so before we have a revolt on our hands, you are a romance author, correct? Yes, I write steamy contemporary romance novels. All right, let's talk a minute about your steamy contemporary romance. She's got a series of five books. Now, is this series going to run into more? Or are you going to start another series? Uh, well, right now, uh, the final book in the series literally comes out next Tuesday, uh, July 17th. So that is pretty much the epic conclusion to it. Now, I did say at the end of uh, the book to my readers that I quite possibly um, could revisit it later on, or maybe a character or two from one of the books might show up in another you know, series or maybe do a spinoff series. But for purposes of just kind of closing out that series it really did come to its uh, finale so it's definitely done like I said as of Tuesday and I'm already plotting you know my next um, book so that is going to be another book inspired by my husband but it's going to be um, concentrating more on his volunteerism in the private sector you know since we with the military I've kind of done that with um, book two in that A Trist of Fate series. So I, I wanted to do something else, but still um, really honor him somehow. So I'm going to be doing something with his uh, him being a firefighter. 
so that's what I've actually been plotting right now. And then I'm in another project I'm working on with a group of authors that we're coming out with an anthology for the holidays, so I'm really excited about that. So there's all kinds of exciting stuff, like, coming up, but this um, – this five-book series, which it's really consists of three novels and two novellas, it, it's my heart and soul. I put a lot of, as any author does, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it because all the time you take away from your family, um, all the money you spend on it, you know, et, et cetera. It's really been a labor of love, but I've, I fulfilled my dream, as we already discussed, and that's what this is. So thank goodness I actually got to do it, and I'm super excited to see, you know, where my next adventure will take me. So, ladies and gentlemen, the the books, the title of the books are Playing Heart to Get, H-E-A-R-T, Every Heart Inch, I-N-C-H, A Force of Nature, that's the one we've been talking about, where you get the dog, you can order the dog tag with this book cover on it. And, ladies, I'm going to tell you, this book cover is, yeah, well, I'll just say you'll drew. Then she has Heart to Follow, and the one that's coming out is Nursing. Um, I can't read it because my. Oh, it's all the fancy scripts. I'm sorry. It's called Nursing Myself Back. Okay. Nursing Myself Back. So. No, y'all can't go now because we still have a few minutes. And and the way you spell her last name is L-I-A-N-E, K-A-R-A-L-I-A-N-E. And I know all these books are on Amazon, right? Yes, they are on Amazon and, of course, in Kindle Unlimited for those that um, have that program that they can get them for free. So... Your next series, is it going to be like four or five different books? Is it going in a different direction? Well, you said it was going in the direction of the private sector, but are you going to spin off from that? I, I'm not quite sure yet. I, I think that I'm just going to for now with uh, the Firefighter series. It, it might just be a two-book series for that one. And I don't really want to call it a duet because I don't think the characters are going to necessarily be the same in both books. Um, so I, I know that I've already, like like I said, started plotting the first one. I just kind of have to sit down and actually run with it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I've been taking so much time, of course, editing and doing everything else under the sun, getting ready to launch this final book. So that is going to be the next project I work on as soon as Tuesday happens and the release, uh, you know, goes off. So um, I, I think there's going to be – Hopefully, like I said, you know, more to the Firefighter series, but right now I'm only planning on two. (laughs) So we'll see. And all right, let's talk about, you briefly brought up the cookbooks. Let's talk about the title of the cookbooks and when they will be ready to be purchased so that folks can, can go and get them. Uh, Yes. Um, it's, it's called, um, Cooking with Love, although I don't want to get the title wrong, um, because it's kind of a long title. It actually comes out on July 15th. It's a multi-author slash blogger um, cookbook. Um, Right now, this is the only one that's coming out. Um, I know that the multi-projects that they've done before, they've been like uh, Shaded with Love, like their coloring books, and that's what's so unique about this, I think this is volume six, but the reason why this one is so unique is because not only is it a cookbook, but it's also a coloring book. So I'm so excited to be a part of it because, like I said, you know, it, it's unique in the sense that it's both and the fact that they picked my charity. So that's why I am just absolutely thrilled. While we happen to be in the middle of this so I do not get it wrong because I, I really don't want to give obviously misinformation. So I'm gonna And be they will be able to, they will be able to also get this off of Amazon if they look up your name? Um probably not because I think there's like oh, I think there might be as many as like uh thirty, forty, maybe even more that participated. So it's actually titled Cooking with Love Shaded with Love, Volume 6. 
And that comes wow. out, like I said, on July 15th. Now let me so, ask you this: Will you put will you put that launch up on your website or on your Facebook page so folks can know it's out there? Absolutely, I will be happy to do it. I, absolutely, I will. As soon as we actually hang up, that's the first thing I'll, I'll do. I'll go right to my website and make sure that it's all on there because I, I haven't done it previously because. They just started the countdown now that, you know, it's only a couple days away. Because it's not something that you could pre-order. This is something that is literally just going to go live. So we've now just this week been starting to finally tease it to um, readers and whatnot. You can also tag me so it will show up on my page. Okay, wonderful. Will do. And and that way everybody will know it's for the charity of um, the, the the tags program. Now, we are getting down to the end of our show, if you can believe that. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I told you it would go by fast. <laughs> you absolutely did. <laughs> People don't believe me when I say it, and then I say, well, we're getting down to the end of the show. They go, yeah, you said it would go by fast because we have so much to talk about. And, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, she's already said she'll come back. So I'm going to try to get her back in January so we can talk about all the things we didn't get to tonight, plus the new stuff she's writing about, plus – um. Of course, the charities and the cookbook and um, the new books you're going to be writing on. You're going to be a busy lady. I am definitely going to be, but, you know, honestly, that's the way I like it. I, I tend to work well under pressure, and I also um, I have to keep busy. It's just something, you know, that's just that in, inborn thing in me. I have to stay busy, especially between the twins and then my husband. I mean, we're never usually just able to sit down and just vent. That's not really a thing in our household, and that's that's fine by me because I I love what we do. So I can't wait to come back because, yes, I will share the updates on everything. And I I just can't thank you enough for this opportunity. It's incredible. And I, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all that you do to support the veterans. And I, I, I can hear it in your voice. It, almost as if you were sitting here, I could see it on your face, how much the oh, military absolutely. means to you. And it, it it means the world to me for them to get recognized. So thank you so very much for that. And I will just say, if I may, one little fun fact about me, because I know everybody usually asks me how I came up with my pen name. It, it's not really like a pen name per se. It's not, you know, a pseudonym because my, my middle name is actually Leanne. So it's Kara Leanne, and then my last name is Lee. I, I try to kind of keep my um, personal life separate from my life as an author, and that really didn't happen because you see me post as both author and myself on my Facebook page so everybody knows who I really am, and that's fine. It's not <laughs> as if nobody can know that. It, it just cracks me up because I don't know why I just didn't use my real name to begin with, but my middle name is Leanne, so – that that's why it kind of works, you know, both ways. <laughs> oh, I can I like it, Carolyn. Oh, I, I like it. I like the way that oh, it flows. Now, what I need for you to do is tell these lovely folks before they revolt on us and send spears after us where you can be found because they're all biting at the bit. I know they are. Uh, for like my social media. Yes. Okay, um, my author page for Facebook is author Kara Leanne, and uh, again, it's spelled K-A-R-A-L-I-A-N-E, and you have to put the author in front of it. And then on Instagram, it's author Kara Leanne, and on Twitter, my uh, Twitter handle is author Kara Leanne. So I can be found, you know, I really don't do much on Pinterest. I'm sorry, Pinterest, but I really don't do much there. I am on it. Same thing with Snapchat, not really active but i am active on twitter and facebook and um of course instagram so that's where you can find me or you can find me on my website which is www.caraleanne.com i left off the author part on that one so it's www.caraleanne.com and all my information is on there of course about my book i'll put again the cookbook information up there on all my social media and my website 
And, um, of course, the dog tag program information is on there, and their website is also on there, so you can go and learn more about them if you want to directly donate to them. So that's also a possibility. But I do sell the dog tags on my website. Um, as of right now on the website, because I know at the beginning of the show you said you have a lot of Aussie listeners, I said I won't uh -huh. ship internationally. However, if I do get such an influx of interest in the dog tags, especially international, I will figure out a way to do it that makes it economical or cost-effective for donation and to give a dog tag. I'll figure something out because I don't want to not be able to do that for your listeners, especially ones that, like you said, you have such a following in Australia. So I'll, I'll figure something out. I, I've never really and, honestly and that, looked into it. And we also have bases in some of the in, in all of the countries that listen to this show. We have. Um, military bases, Germany, Japan, um, the U.K., we have military bases. So wouldn't that be a coup if your dog tags started showing up on the military bases? Oh, that would be incredible. It's easy to send to the APOs and whatnot, but it, it's kind of hard to... Like I said, I have to figure something out with international shipping, but I, I am willing to look into it because I, I don't want to be able to do that for listeners, especially since everybody is being so incredible and gracious for doing all that they're doing for our veterans. And as you even said, thank you for everybody around the world. I know it's not just, you know, our American military, obviously. I thank anybody in the armed forces because, you know, I, we obviously, my husband works alongside so many different service members around the world in different countries. So they're incredible. And, and we have to give a shout-out. While we're on that, we're, our time is running short, and I may not do my normal thing, but I have to give a shout-out to our Navy SEALs, the Thailand Navy SEALs, the Australian divers, and the Australian doctors that pulled off getting those children and that coach by the grace of God, and God gets the glory on this, out of that cave with only one fatality, which was a retired tight diver. Ladies and gentlemen, that is something that is just not done. So kudos. And once again, thank you guys for your service. And with that, I am going to say that at the end of every show, I say a couple of things, and one of them is this. People will forget your name. They will forget what you look like. They'll forget what you're wearing, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you've made them feel. And it is my prayer that every one of you, guest and listener alike, understand that you are the most important person in the room. Without you, we would not have a show. Without you, we would not be successful. And I am so grateful and so humbled that each and every one of you support this show. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. That being said, remember this. If you want to achieve greatness, no matter what it is, don't ask permission because nobody's going to give it to you. You go out and you just do it. And then you pay it forward because the greatest gift that you can give yourself is to help someone else. That shows your success. It's not how much we make. It's, it's how much we enjoy what we are doing. So remember that. If you want to achieve greatness, go out and do it and then pay it forward. And don't just feel special, ladies and gentlemen. Be special because feelings are fleeting. But when you look at yourself in the mirror, know that you are special, you are important, and you are one thread in this fabric of life. Kara, don't hang up when the show goes dark because I want to tell you something, but I want to thank you again for being here. And, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. We will be back tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time when we will be interviewing author Rebecca Benson. So I want to tell each and every one of you, thank you for your support. Thank you for being here. Thank Kara for being here. And we will see you all again tomorrow night at Eastern Eight o'clock. See, I can't talk. Eight o'clock Eastern Daylight Time <laughs> here on Off the Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, Kara Elaine. See, I can't forget it. Y'all know who we are. And we will. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome.
Thank you. See, that's why we call it off the chain because I don't know what the hell I'm doing by this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, so with that being story. said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave you all laughing at me because I am so silly. We'll see you tomorrow night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just laugh at myself. But what I wanted to let you know is when this show, when we get off in just a minute, the show will go up into archives. Once it archives, I'm going to put it up on my page, and I'm going to tag okay. you in it. I want you to oh, take the show and put you. it everywhere. Then tomorrow, yes, I'll put it up on I'll put it up on Spreaker, and it'll go up on SoundCloud and iTunes and YouTube and um, Podcast.com and Podcast Garden and iHeartRadio and all those other places. And I'm going to put those links up on my page and tag you in it. Reverb Nation, all those places, and I will tag you in it, and then you can take all those podcasts and tonight's show, and you can just run with it. Oh, I definitely will, because I'll go right up on my website. I mean, I don't get tons of traffic, but it doesn't matter. Even if one person listens to it, but still one person that didn't before. <laughs> exactly. And, and you got to start promoting your website. Put it up on your page. Put it up on my page. Go That's and join my you. indie authors. Um, I've got an indie authors page. Join that and put it up there. I've got pay, uh, uh, like off the chain page. Put it up there. Wherever you see me, put it up. Oh, thank you. The, the offer of the author, the offer you extended to me is just unbelievable. I, it, it really, I can't even express. It's just, it's incredible because I can't wait to give back to them and to be able to help them. And especially when you started talking about Vietnam, you know, my, my father-in-law, uh, of course, was 17 when he went over there. And but my husband's life and his life, even though they mirror each other in some ways or parallel each other in some ways, in a lot of ways they're different because, uh-huh. like you were saying, the reception that my father-in-law got when he got home, I, I mean, I cry every time, like, he does open up and talk about it. It's just disgusting. And then to hear how my husband was received after he got home from Baghdad, you know, in 2003, it's night and day because they put him in first class on the flight home. Uh You know, they, they announced it on the overhead like PA system. I mean, I cried like a baby when he was retelling it because my husband does not like praise. He just, he shies away from it. He hates it. He does not, does not like being in the public eye because he doesn't feel like he's anything special. And it drives but me nuts as his right, and that's exactly you why you tell him crazy. that this old woman said he is special. And will you do me a favor? When you yes. see, because Vietnam was my war. When you see your father-in-law, would you please give him a great big fat Georgia hug and a big old fat sloppy kiss from this Georgia woman, and tell him I said. Thank you for your service and your sacrifice, and you are appreciated. I promise I will. They actually just bought a house, eight houses down the street from us two weeks ago because, you know, they want to be closer to us with the twins and with, you know, my husband being a couple years from retirement. So I actually get to see them a lot more now, so I will definitely do that. You can can take that to the bank. I promise I'll do that because – he, he's incredible. He, he's he been in the military in one way or another literally since he was 17 years old, and he's now, you know, like 63, I think, this year. So I, I don't know how he does it. But that that's what I mean. I just – there's these people that have these callings that is just – it leaves me awestruck because I don't know how they do it. And my husband's one of them, and my father-in-law clearly is, so – well, I am glad he made it back, and I appreciate him, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate your husband. So y'all love each other, take good care of each other, and I am going to send you some dates for January and get you back on the show. You get me the ad for the show, and we're going to get this thing rocking. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And please, you know, say hi to your husband for me. I know he doesn't know me, but... I, I I will. I'm I'm definitely have him in my thoughts and prayers. I, you and your family, and I love the uniqueness, you know, um, word that you gave my kiddos because it, it it's amazing that you can relate on so many levels to me with so many different things that we talked about tonight, and it just <laughs> makes me feel like it's like kindred spirits. It, it really Absolutely. is incredible because 
with you with your brother and, you know, the military aspect. I mean, so many things. So this this has been such an amazing experience, and I can't wait to do it again. And, I, I you know, I definitely know that I have a friend for life in you. So thank you yes, so much. Yes, ma'am. You do. And I will get all of that stuff to you, get your website up on my pages so folks can see it, and I will send you some dates, and we'll do this again. Perfect. And I'm going to do all that tonight, too. So. I'm going All right, right now, and after we hang up. <laughs> give the babies a big fat hug from me and tell them, follow their dream. They can be anything and uh, do anything yeah. they want to do. Absolutely well. Thank you so much. You're welcome, baby. Good night. All right, good night. Talk to you later. Right, bye-bye. Okay, honey. Bye-bye. Bye.